Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Brian Kell. I'm Karen Wilson. And I'm Michael Lawrence. Let's get connected. Welcome back to the BLC Connection Podcast. Uh, the, uh, what is it, Cloud Nine edition, I guess, of, uh, of this podcast. It has been some time. We have with us Karen Wilson. Yes, I hope the audience remembers us. That's right. It is Karen Wilson, and you are Micah Lawrence. You know me. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. We've taken about a three month. I hate to even say break, guys, because uh, when we look back over what November and December has had for all of us here, it, it we we rounded out twenty twenty two pretty busy, gang. Right? Absolutely, really busy. Yeah, I mean we had. The canned food drive, drive, yes, Um, and then all the taping of all of the parades and things like that, and Christmas festivities. Uh, November election coverage that we did live from uh, from the Warren County uh, admin building that uh, saw some 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 changes in some different areas and all that stuff. So, and and you guys, Micah, wrapping up uh, managed IT security, all that. I mean, we had our plate full and we turn around and go we got to get another podcast out there so we welcome everyone back for another edition we, we hope that we've got a pretty good way to kick off 2023 uh with this first podcast that we've got here karen uh we're going to find out a whole lot of stuff that's happening in the month of february both inside ben Lomond and out that's right we're going to touch on all the new episodes we're filming at channel six um the Connection Magazine got some great articles that are in the um, January, February, March edition, and then so many events coming up. You know, as as winter uh, leaves us and spring uh, begins to to be on the horizon, uh, the FRS Youth Tour is coming up, and um, some scholarship opportunities for students. So lots of great things. Yeah, absolutely. Going to definitely a lot to talk about in that segment. That's for sure. Michael, we've talked a lot about. Uh, when it comes down to uh, kind of the computer security side of things, business, even protecting some stuff at connected devices at home. But we're going to be talking about security, security now, right? Yeah, that's right. We'll be talking a little more about uh, a lot of different home security stuff that you can get and all the components associated with that. It can be a smart, really smart security That's system. right. So. Smart, smart security, security. Yes, exactly. And so, uh, and you've also brought. I see the bag over there. You've, you brought your bag of trivia with you as well. Absolutely. I hope you guys can get it. Okay. Time. It could be another stump the Karen and stump the Brian time, but we'll find out all that and so much more. In fact, next we are talking to you about next level security or security security, as we've said, with Tim Sharp and Blake Thomas. All that and so much more here on the BLC Connection Podcast. All right, we are now into our segment on security. Security is what we call this, right? Security, security, yes. It's, it's the, the security. And with that, it's our residential security guru. I like that word a lot. Mr. Tim Sharp. Tim, welcome into the BLC Hello, Connection guys. Podcast. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. Glad, you, glad you're able to join us. Thanks for having me. Um, tell us about you. Uh, years with Ben Loman, how you got started with security, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, it started back in 1987. Uh, I started doing security for a company locally, actually. Well, we did uh, security all over the state of Tennessee. We did local, and we did uh, other states around Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, places like that. Um, I worked there for probably about 20 to 25 years, and I got a call from Ben Loman one day that decided, hey, we want to get to the security business. 
So that was about 11 and a half years ago. Yeah, cool. So that's how I came to be here at Ben Loman. Oh, we're glad you're here. We're definitely glad you're here. So, Tim, um, we know security has seen a lot of changes over the years, you know, uh, with, you know, different pieces of equipment, wired, wireless. You know, uh, talk about some of those different changes that, that you've seen and, and how are people using security nowadays? Sure. Uh, probably the biggest change that we've seen over those years is back in the days in the 80s, uh, the RL systems were hardwired. And when I talk about hardwired, that means that each of your door sensors, your motion sensors, your whatever type of sensor you might have in your house or your business, uh, we had to pull a cable from that sensor all the way back to a main panel. Nowadays, everything's pretty much wireless. Everything except for the keypad, of course, it's got to have power. So that's the biggest change probably we've saw throughout the years. So when, when you say wireless, is, is there a house too big that wireless doesn't work in, or is it you got different ways to fix that? Yeah, we actually have some ways to accomplish that now. Uh, some houses are too large for one uh, uh, a house like with the uh, controller, so we have to add repeaters into those houses. Mm, okay. And uh, it's, it's actually working on the 2.4 gig system now, but it's a different part or different spectrum of that you know Ooh, gotcha so i guess um a basic residential security install has changed a lot since a lot of things are wireless let's talk about or tell us how much time we're talking about that it takes you all to do that does it depend on the size of the house or how does that work yeah, it really does depend on the size of the house a uh, basic kit that we offer is going to be your uh, main panel with a couple doors or however many perimeter doors you may have and then a motion sensor, at least one, maybe two. And depends on, again, like you said, the size of the house. Uh, it might take about four hours for a basic size house, but if when you go larger than that, then it just depends on the house. Right, so mm -hmm. it's not like a matter of just sticking things on the wall. Basically, exactly. everything has to talk back That's to right. that security mm -hmm. panel. And we have to make sure that that... Uh, that way that it's getting back is working correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And then I guess everything has to be kind of programmed so they talk to each other properly. That's correct. Uh -huh. Yes. So, Tim, you know, you, you mentioned our, our initial kit. When people are looking at security, do they have to have every door and every window in their house secured up with a uh, That's a good question. You don't. But we do recommend that each perimeter door uh, be have some type of sensor on it. Your windows don't basically have to have a sensor on it unless it's an easily uh, uh, window that you can get in easy. Mm -hmm. uh, so we look at that on a case-by-case -case basis usually. Okay. We talked a little bit here about the residential side of things. Let's talk business. What, what do folks, you know, folks that are listening here that are maybe owners or managers of business and they're considering security, what do they need to be considering before they're, before they're calling us or while they're calling us? Yeah, when we get into the business uh, and the commercial side of it, uh, it's going to be a complete whole new ball game there. So, yeah, you need to think about what you're wanting to protect there. Uh, we need to know how many uh, employees you're going to have that's controlling the system. And basically, you just need to call and get an appointment with us so we can come out and give you an idea of what we think and what you think so we can get together on our thought process there. And those appointments are free. And, exactly. And will even, I think, uh, fair to say, do layouts and, and suggestions That's and right. all that as yes. part of just a free service. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Uh -huh. So, Tim, uh, I learned something new here. Um, it's called a one-go, all-go sensors. What What is that? And, you know, we hear that it's a life-saving feature, but what – what is it doing? How, how does that work? Yeah, so what that means is our smoke detectors and our CO detectors now, uh, of course, they're wireless sensors back to the panel. 
Uh, so if one, say you have smoke in one area of your house and a smoke detector picks that up, it's going to alert you that it's in that area. But not only that, it's going to talk to all the other smoke detectors in your house. And it's in case you're in another end of the house, it's going to wake you up. That's basically what that means. Smoke detectors and CO detectors. And will, will the panel also go off as well as acting? That it, yes. So that's another, another point there that will go off. Too. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So if I'm a heavy sleeper, you know, what, what do you do about that? Uh, what we can do there is we offer an indoor sirens now. So if oh, okay. you have a spot in your house where maybe you don't have a smoke detector nearby, but you want to wake someone up, then you're going to put an indoor siren in that area. Oh, great. When, uh, kind of piggybacking off your indoor siren, um, I've heard of folks. Is that the same thing as what some of the sirens that I know my grandmother at the house that you're, what was it? I always told you before that you're, is it your mom had a house that my grandmother ended up getting from her before her? I forget I that. It was remember. on Ridgecrest or whatever. Oh, but yeah, yeah. My, so, my mom and stepdad lived there. Okay, that, that house. At one time when my grandmother lived at that house, she had a siren up in the attic, and that thing was crazy loud. It may still be up there. Who knows? Is that different than, than the indoor siren, or do they have different types of sirens that can go it is actually different nowadays uh everything now the electronics can't push those large outdoor sirens like they used to now there are ways of fixing that we can add a module that can do that so what we're talking about is just a indoor wireless siren that's going to run on a battery of some sort so it's going to be crazy loud inside your house but outside uh, not so loud gotcha so so you mentioned the batteries here um as far as everything being wireless and batteries, am, am I, do I worry that you know the battery's going to be dead when, let's say, smoke is actually in the house? What, what do I have to worry there? Uh, no, actually, what these things do, uh, they're all lithium batteries nowadays, so lithium batteries are going to last anywhere. The manufacturer tells us from three to five years. Uh, uh, but you don't really have to worry about that time limit because these things are continually talking back and forth from the panel to the wireless sensor, from the wireless sensor back to the panel. So if there's any type of trouble, any type of low battery, anything like that, it's going to alert you way before that thing goes dead. Great. I've had that happen in the night before. Yeah. That wasn't fun, but <laughs> that, that's hey, usually when it happens. Us, yes. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so tell us about this new Pro Series line uh, we're using now and um, how it's a little bit better than the, the previous lines that we've carried. So with uh, Honeywell, we're a Honeywell dealer, of course, and Honeywell... Or Residio. Or Residio, that's correct. Uh, That's their home portion of it now. Uh, For uh, years and years, they've come out with the... Or they came out with the Vista 20P, and it's been out there for years and years, and that's kind of the head (laughs) of everything in the security industry as far as Honeywell and Residio goes. So what they've done over the years is they've tried to recreate these wireless panels to be as reliable as that Vista 20P. And with this new Pro Series panel, they've really probably accomplished that as far as hardwire to wireless. Because like I said before, these sensors can not only talk back to the panel, the panel talks to the sensor, so they're continually checking in on each other. So that really helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything is working That's properly right. and then... Um, if it's not, I think, doesn't that talk back to not us directly, right. but it's kind of monitored. And if something's not talking properly, then mm-hmm. we That's know correct. about yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be going back to your monitoring service, which mm-hmm. is monitoring it 24 hours a day. So if anything goes wrong, whether you're home or not, you're going to know about it because the monitoring service is going to get that signal and then they're going to talk call you. 
Um, Tim, I think when I when I first started here at Ben Loman, um, I, th I think it's fair to say that that uh, the Total Connect app uh, just seemed like maybe I don't know twenty percent of the people would take it, maybe even fifteen twenty five percent. Now I'm hearing from you guys and from the sales department over there that now it's like eighty five percent of people, ninety percent of people take the Total Connect. I mean, it's just it shows you, I guess, just how much has changed just in less than ten years as far as smartphone apps and just the, the the people's need to to have that so talk about the total connect app and also maybe what some of your your favorite features or that the customers f features that they seem to really like are yes you're right it's totally turned around in the last 10 years uh we all want an app now for everything that we do so that's come along with the total connect and you're right we didn't do a lot of Total Connect before, but now everybody wants that Total Connect app because they want that control in the palm of their hand right there. So what they can do, say they leave, go to work, they forgot to set their alarm, or they think they forgot to set their alarm, they just grab their phone, look at their app, and they can arm it right from their app right there. So that really gives them a good sense of being able to handle that right from control. Their That's right. Uh -huh. And then another thing that they like, you know, it's monitored 24 hours by a central station, but with that Total Connect app, you're going to get a push notification right away, right then. So, if you know, you're going to know it two or three different ways that something's going on at your house. Yeah. But, yeah. Just like I said, Total Control, Total Connect, right. all that. So, then we also know that uh, with Total Connect and, and the panels and everything, we can add some indoor cameras, something kind of like a nanny cam. Uh, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, so we've got customers that may want one or two cameras, uh, like you said, indoor cameras in their house, uh, not a full-blown camera system. So what we have are the Total Connect cameras, and they go hand-in-hand -hand with the Total Connect app. Uh, so it's basically you plug it into an outlet, and it's going to talk to your Wi-Fi, which in, then it's going to go to your Total Connect app. So that's basically what those cameras are meant for. That way you can unplug it, move it to another location if you decide you want it on your front door, back door, wherever you need it. Mm, gotcha. Tim, thank you so much. I mean, you've answered so many questions here. If folks are listening to this and they've got more questions, you can do a couple of different things. You can reach out to us through the email that Mike is going to give at the end of this uh, end of this podcast, or just call your local Ben Loma Connect office. Uh, Tim and and uh, another guy we're going to be talking to here in a minute, Blake Thomas, uh, and really a lot of our uh, all, a lot of our sales folks uh, can help answer those questions for you. And I'll say this. Go to the new uh, the new Ben Loman Security webpage that is now up on BenLomanConnect.com, and uh, you'll see videos and and uh, lots of great explanation uh, on things that are being offered in this Pro Series line, Total Connect, all of that. And so uh, we would just encourage you to to reach out to us or reach out through our website to to get that information. And Tim, you're a wealth of knowledge always on security, and we can't thank you enough for being well, here. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Up next, Mr. Blake Thomas, as we talk smarter security security here on the Ben Lomond Connection Podcast. This is the BLC Connection Podcast, and it's time for our Connected Home segment. I'm Karen Wilson, and Micah and Brian are back. To actually, this time you did not leave, so you stayed with us to yes. talk about the new Residio Pro Series with Mr. Blake Thomas. Welcome to the show, Blake. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. So let's start with uh, something that um, we've offered a version of this, the medical alert transmitter. Uh, this functions a little differently than our secure care medical alert. Uh, tell us how this works with the security system. 
So along with the medical alert, you get a pendant, just like you would with a secure care, that you can hit in the case of emergency. The only drawback to either one with a medical pendant, it's not an extra added cost to your monthly bill like the secure care is. Uh, you get the same coverage. I mean, they're going to call you, send 911, whoever they need to, um, but you have the added. They're going to call a family member first before they send anybody. Okay, and I've got a question on this too because I've had this to ask of me. It, 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 with with Ben Loman Security Medical Alert, is it two-way conversation that you're having or no? It with is the not. The person hitting the okay. – It is not. Gotcha. They'll actually call you on the phone if you can make it to the phone. If not, they're going to call down the list and dispatch 911. Gotcha. So the Your Secure Care would probably work if you do not have a security <coughs> system in your home. You don't really, you know – think about that but if you have the security system this would probably be the best way to go this would be a better option without the added cost of the secure care um real quick blake how how long have you been at ben loman i've been at ben loman for six years okay i think may will be my seventh year and i was a contractor for five years before yeah so i've been here a total of about 11 years and you got lumped into heavy on the security side when was it one or two years ago on on doing a lot being mostly focused on security or like a year ago really probably two years ago i've been security certified for over three and two years ago i looked at it as this is going to be part of my job so i need to learn it yeah and i guess it got to the point where they needed help so you know putting in stuff so i said hey i'm your guy you got a pretty good I'll guy to it. learn from, too, I'll don't do you? It. I've got a lot to learn, though. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the guru. To, yeah, he's the guru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as uh, another add-on that, that is getting more and more popular with folks is, is the smart home thermostat. And, and this thermostat thermostat really goes above and beyond what we're used to seeing with our, you know, still the one that I've got at my house, and I'm sure many others were. Uh, can you just talk about what all goes into uh, this Honeywell Residio uh, thermostat? So the thermostat is still going to operate the same as your normal thermostat. You're not going to have the buttons you click on the bottom, but it is all touchscreen. You can set it. You can set schedules on it. To if you leave the house at 7:30, it turns the heat down to say 68, and at 4:30, when you get ready to get off work, be home at five. You can set it back to 72 in the house, so that it's to temperature when you get home. And, and I, I know that we're running some some videos out there and some commercials that, that showcase uh, almost like a secondary screen that, that folks are sitting around in the living room and they're able to kind of do some, they can raise the, their thermostat, you know, from that screen or even from their t- uh, Total Connect um, uh, smartphone app. So there's a couple different ways that folks can be able to, right, be able to kind of mess with their thermostat without having to get up and go like That's I'm doing right. today and do that. Yeah, if, if you're laying in bed at night and you're a little chilled, you want to turn the heat up, grab your phone, turn it up. Or if you're hot, turn the air on. You can do all that from your phone. Or you can do it straight from the security panel. Yeah. If it's on the side of a house, you don't have to walk to the other side of the house to turn the thermostat up or down. Very cool. And so I was... I'll interject here about that panel. I was so impressed when I saw the panel because the first thing you think about when you get up in the morning is what's the weather going to be like today? How should I dress? It actually displays the weather uh, on the panel these days. It does. So, yeah, usually first thing what I do when I get up in the morning is I go and I turn the alarm panel off to let the dog out. Uh, So it is displayed up in the top right corner. You can press the temperature is what it shows, and it will bring up a full five-day forecast of your area. 
Very cool. Nice. So, like I know, another one of the things that you can add on to to this system is a way to detect any leaks or freezing going on. So we know, you know, of course, this time of year when it gets really cold, worried about those pipes busting. So talk a little bit about uh, what that does, how the, all that works. So with Residio, there is a, a leak detector that we can add in a laundry room where there's a hot water heater, a bathroom, or an outside bathroom, if that's the case. Can it be underneath the house? It could be underneath the house. Okay. It does have its own transmitter, and it has a wire that comes down, and you'll put it, say, on the ground or close to the ground. And if there's water that pulls up to that, it will alert the monitoring service, and they will call you and say, hey, we've got a leak detected in your home. And it looked like you have, like, you would get a detector for each area. If, like, if you had three sinks in the house, and they're very reasonably priced, I thought you would have one for each yes, that's sink correct. or hot water heater, that mm-hmm. type thing. That's right. And, and I know with, with this, you know, when we talk about, you know, security and, and some of these smart home features, you know, with local insurance people and, and different insurance companies, they can give discounts for, for certain you know functions and services we provide like um i know burglary uh, mm-hmm. smoke and then of course with the the leak detection you know you, you could get some discounts on your homeowner's insurance <laughs> you or can. anything like that yeah, so we we give a form to every person when we install no matter it's just a burglary or a bergen fire or if we do the leak detectors as well everybody gets a form for their insurance company to take to them and they save a little money very Great. cool didn't know that that's that's awesome um so we talked a little bit about the the, the thermostat, um, but there are so many other different things with this smarter security security or, or you know home security that we're talking about here <clears throat> that can really help folks uh, save some money over time, some big dollars in some respect over a year, two years, five years, and being more efficient. So can you kind of talk about, we've already talked about the thermostat, but maybe some other things that, that we're not thinking about that could over some time be able to help save some people some money. Yeah, so along with the thermostat, there are lamp modules that we can install. And so you can plug a lamp into it. It plugs into the wall. And we can create scenes where at a certain time, you know, that lamp turns on. If you're not going to be home, um, door locks, we can set those up on it as well. So if somebody's not going to be home, and but you need to let somebody in to take care of the dog or what have you from vacation you can do all that from your app you can unlock the door let them in nobody has to know any kind of secret passcodes or codes to doors so they can go in but they call you when they're done say hey lock it back up and and we might as well go ahead and say this since you bring up the door lock is that this door lock device is Greg Smart certified. I mean, he loves this, this the door lock that you all ended up doing sometime mm-hmm. back for his. When we were going into this podcast, he's like, be sure and mention and tell folks the fact that I love that door lock capability. Uh, he even said, too, and, and you're probably going to go, yes, that, that he can be able to, as he's coming into his, uh, you know, driveway or coming home he can go ahead and unlock the door and as soon as it's unlocking the door it's basically turning his his security system off so he's not having to do two different things at once he can it just it goes ahead and ties them both together it does so you don't have to exactly do it on your phone yeah we can set it to where when you type in your code on the back door it'll unlock the door and disarm your system at the same time 
real quick because it shows this in the video too that we're that we're running on a lot of different things and on social and on BLTV but it also has the capability too I thought that when you come in and if you've got Total Connect on your on your phone that isn't it almost reading your like a Bluetooth capability there to where it will basically turn off your alarm by just being able to realize that you're coming through the door yes so okay. it does have Bluetooth technology and it will pair with your phone when you walk in the house, and it will disarm automatically when yeah. it sees your phone. That's pretty cool. Not having to punch any buttons at that point. That's true. That's a, that's pretty awesome. Which it, takes away the error, the human error. There you go. <laughs> and leaving, yeah. And as you leave, automatically we'll go ahead and, and, and basically arm it. Yes. Yeah, and, and to go along with it, we have also have the ability to do a, a doorbell with, you know, a, you know, camera and everything like that on mm-hmm. there, correct? We, we use Skybell. And it is a doorbell. Um, the only drawback to that is there has to be a wire there uh, for power to that. It's not wireless, and it doesn't have batteries that you put in it or can charge. So that's the only drawback to it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of your older homes already have that wire there. So, right. Yeah. And, and we're stamping all over Kristen. Uh, Kristen, that's my wife. This is Karen. My <laughs> I'll answer sister. whatever. Yeah. No, but but uh, we're stepping all over your questions that you've got right now. So well, no, that was it. I mean. I- I'm amazed, I guess, and sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't want it, like people to feel intimidated by this. It's really, you guys do all the work and the programming and everything, and then basically they're just looking at an app on their phone, and some of it is fully automated, and it does it, you know, how it, you know, automatically when they, like you said, walked in the door. Mm-hmm. You can, we pretty much ask you what you want, and within reason, we can make anything happen that you want to happen and also tell us about the driveway alert which is a a neat feature i think which is a little separate than um is that a separate feature than the residio is it part of the residio it is not part of residio it is a separate piece altogether again greg smart approved (laughs) he loves his he does Um, so what we do is inside the house there is a chime that plugs into the wall outlet and it's got many different chimes that you can set it to and the photo beam uh, goes outside on a tree or a, a wooden post or something across the driveway so that you'll know whenever someone comes in your driveway. T- tell the story real quick about you having to uh, adjust Greg's, though, because why? <laughs> yeah, so Greg's uh, was on a metal post, and we figured out that that sometimes doesn't work. So we mounted on his tree, and he said, turn it up. <laughs> I said, okay. So we turned it up, and as people drove down the road, it was dinging while we was inside. <laughs> So we had to turn that back down. Just so a little. That's worked really well. Yeah, yeah that's Because yeah, he's impressive. on a pretty busy road right there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure it's ding, 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 yes. ding, ding. So, but it really speaks to how powerful that thing is. Mm-hmm. If you're saying crank it up and it's getting – and he sits back a little ways from the road, mm-hmm. that in fact it's picking that up is impressive. Yeah. But we figured it was only people coming towards it, not people going away from it. Okay. Well, that's neat. I, I think I need that for the next uh, Halloween season for yard rolling. I would like to bust some kids there for that. Go. That would be fun. Uh, and that 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 would be neat, I think, to do that little detector. They would never yeah. know, and if, I could just be out they, there ready for if them. If they come up the driveway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they usually do. But I, I have a confession. Oh. You rolled Karen George? Yeah. Is that, is that? The, maybe. I used the toilet paper, by the way. Yeah. But one of our board members, we tried to roll his yard one year uh, when I was younger because he goes to church with us. He busted us. You know how he busted us? How? 
a driveway a driveway alert oh wow <laughs> so it does work wow <laughs> well good to know I'm, i'll be anxiously awaiting to do you know to utilize that well thank you so much blake that is a ton of yeah. customization that is possible with this system it is amazing to see how far security systems have come just just in my time they've come a long way you know, we mentioned the Sky Bell. I kept thinking of 007 and Skyfall, and I feel like what, what gadgets are next? You know, it's it's really coming. I look forward to maybe a year or two from now talking again and seeing what else has been added. So these systems go way beyond security, and we appreciate you coming and explaining all of these gadgets to us. You're welcome. Great job. Thank you. Welcome to Connect with BLC. Karen, what can we know more about Channel 6 or The Connection Magazine? Well, right now, Channel 6 is busy recording new episodes of Table Talk and Reels to Rentals and um, Soul of Warren County. All things new coming up, planning our year out. We've got a lot of great things in The Connection Magazine. Um, Interesting articles on protecting yourself from fishing. That's with a P, P-H, fishing. (laughs) Um, Nutrition labeling for uh, broadband, which is an interesting article. Um, Also, I did want to bring up as far as the events go, it is time to get your FRS scholarships in for students that are looking for college scholarships, uh, whether for a college or a um, secondary. Yes. And then, of course, it's time to apply for the FRS Youth Tour. This year, they've opened it up for 15, 16 and 17 year olds. So that's a little bit younger than normal. Uh, there is no paper required. We're going to do an interview process. The deadline for that application is February 17th, and the application is on the Ben Loman Connect website. I'm excited about this interview process thing. That was an idea that you came up with, Karen, and uh, the, I think this is a chance to be fun for the students going through that and also for us, too. So Yeah, and the youth I'm tour pumped. is great. I mean, it's an all-expense-paid trip to Washington, D.C., it just opens up a world of the the. It's a jam packed schedule. You and I both yeah. have chaperoned that. It is not for the faint at heart or the weary feet. <laughs> It'll wear out a Fitbit real quick. Yes. Uh, that's for that's for sure. It really will. And we've got a chance to you know through the kids and stuff. We got a chance to really shine a, a light in a time in a place that can be kind of dark sometimes. DC. So it's all it's great. Like mm-hmm. you said, I want to I want to go to Washington DC. Can you interview me? Yes, we need to. Rec- <laughs> You, recruit you for a chaperone. Oh, oh yeah, but I don't you got to like now. early mornings and late nights. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, it's late nights and early mornings. That's for sure. That is for sure. So, Brian, what kind of events can we see around our service area in February? Well, when we kicked off the podcast close to a year from now, we're coming up on at least one year of having this thing around. We we always talk about these. Uh, these winter months and a lot of stuff moves inside. And so we don't have quite as much going on uh, with Ben, Ben Loman or events that the Wi-Fi van is at or different things like that. So we'd kind of like to highlight some of the events that are going on in places that uh, uh, entertainment can be done inside. And, and I will say this, every one of these places are fantastic customers of ours uh, that, that I think it's fair to say uh love their Ben Lemon fiber and it works out well for them. So that's, you know, we appreciate them. And so, uh, in at Warren arts located on Manchester highway, Annie jr. From February 24th through March 5th. And then keeping with the junior theme at the Cumberland County playhouse in Crossville, it's frozen junior, uh, from February 17th through March 26th at the park theater, 
a group I know that me and Karen are very familiar with, but it's Barracuda, America's Heart Tribute. So if you're a Heart fan, and who really isn't, then you've got an opportunity to hear some great hits from them uh, February 10th at the Park Theater at the Caverns in Pelham. It's country music singer Larry Fleet on February 25th and at the Palace Theater in Crossville, his first time there ever. This guy's no stranger to any of us, but Karen and I grew up with him on the TV quite a bit. But believe it or not, he's also, if you didn't know this, a country singer. Seven top 40 country hits, including number one, A Memory Like You in 1985, and a top 40 pop single crossover hit, Now or Never in 1981. He is Bo Duke. He is John Schneider. So he's going to be there for the first time in Crossville, February 10th. That is a look at some of the things that are happening indoors in February. Awesome. Sounds great. So are you guys ready for some trivia? No. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. So I've got a couple of questions. I want to see if you guys can guess and uh, if you have a clue as to how much something cost. Mm. So Mount Rushmore, where you're aware of that, got George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore hey. Roosevelt. How much did it cost to create Mount Rushmore? I don't know. Maybe like... Low ball it, say 130000 130000 okay. And we're talking about the dollars back then. That's right. It, it And it took between 1927 and 1941, so to kind of give you a time period. Mm-hmm. 250000 Okay, both of you guys are extremely low. It's probably like a million. It's right at a million. Wow. wow. 989992 and 32 cents. They said uh, if you adjust that for inflation today, that would cost around $17 million. Wow, $17 million? $17 million. Huh. So now the next one. It's kind of fun. You guys remember the we'll game? We'll be the judge of that. Oh, okay. All right. You remember the game of Operation? Yes. Yes, loved it. Owned it. Did you have one? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes, okay. I did. Okay. Now, did you know the character on the board of Operation has a name? Yes, do you know his name? I kind of have heard that before, but no, I do not. Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. That's my guess. Yeah. Karen, Sam. What do you think? Sam. She's actually right. Hey! Oh, wow. His name is actually Cavity Sam. Wow. That was Great just a job. out of the blue guess. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he had a name. <laughs> well, he was a funny looking fellow. Oh, yeah. Had yeah. Nose and everything, yeah. Well, that's, you're 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 one for two. You're batting five hundred now oh. for twenty twenty three. Watch out! <laughs> I was always a nervous wreck sticking my hand in that, and then the you know the sound that would come up if you hit oh. the funny bone or whatever yes. it was. I can't do it. I'm some I'm were so terrible. some were easy and some were so tough. Yeah, like but, the heart was tough. Broken heart. Yeah, because you was couldn't in there. get a hold of it. it tough with in through your there, clip. and like funny bone was really small too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the smaller the more difficult it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the game uh, that. The that I suffered the most with is perfection, where you had to take the different shapes and put them in the square with really the fast with the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'd always get close to the end of the timer and it'd shoot up and scare me to death. I just couldn't. Yeah, because everything like blew apart yeah, if you didn't yeah, get it, up, didn't yeah, it? Blows yeah, up. Mm-hmm. yeah, so. yeah. But that's uh, that's your trivia Fun. for this podcast. I love retro games too, though. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Yeah, that was good. Gang, another uh, podcast is in the books. We appreciate our guest, Mr. Blake Thomas and, and Mr. Tim Sharp. 
So as we put the wraps on this, uh, we've had some folks, you know, reach out to us in different ways. And Micah, what are those ways that people can reach out to us? So the best way you guys can reach out to us is you can submit your questions um, on our BLC uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn accounts. We do all that. Or you can email us at the BLC podcast at benloman.net. Uh, you can find our podcast uh, on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and all the above. Even ones that we've never heard of. Yeah, you know, we got our stats report for that, and we've got listeners, and we appreciate those listeners, and we hope that they're sharing this content. Yeah, and something we, we mentioned, uh, well, in fact, uh, it'll already have been posted, but uh, um, one of your recent mini podcasts, Karen, with the Bursaba Springs. Mm-hmm. Bursaba Springs Medical Center. Yes, and and so, um, there, you know, if you, if you happen to, to listen to us on these podcasts, a lot of times you can subscribe, and that way you get a push notification when we put a new one up there, whether it's a mini episode or whether it's the full the full deal here. And then also, we appreciate a, 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 a rating. Hopefully, it's a good rating um, because that will just uh, help more people find uh, this podcast. And so, if you dig it, we'd love to get a, a, a re- nice review uh, from, uh, from you. So, think, consider that if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or something. But, Karen, speaking of the many uh, episodes, you may or may not want to delve into who's going to be next, but... Definitely one's on the horizon. It, it is. I'm working on um, some different things. I'm, I'm working, I'm wanting to do one on coffee um, and all the different, we've got a couple of coffee shops in our service territory and they are doing a phenomenal job. I'm not sure which one it's going to be yet, but I'm, I'm going to work with both of them and see if they'll come be guests. Um, it's impressive when you come in, their knowledge of everything, and what a warm and toasty thing to think about in the winter months is a nice cup of coffee, and they're just doing a fantastic job. Yeah, that, that is nice, and uh, especially, what is it, uh, especially in Middle Tennessee, winter in Middle Tennessee, the day we're recording this, about 68 degrees outside, I think, is what this was, or 62, whatever it is. You just never know when it's going to snow or when it's going to be 60 to 65 degrees outside, but yes. February is typically our one of our coolest, if not coolest, month that, that we've got in this um, uh, throughout our area. And then the next podcast, uh, just like Karen said, if she's got options she's looking at, we are too. Could we be on the road? Could it be Sparta? I think we threw out the fact we were going to be in Sparta at our next one, and we didn't do it. So uh, we've still got to hit some of our uh, some of our offices, and then we've also possibly got some big news uh, that that we might want to also uh, kind of spill out to everybody in March. And so we have some some things that we've got to work through to see where that's going to go. But regardless, if the creeks don't rise and Lord Willem will be back here for episode 10, hitting double digits with this thing. And so, uh, gang, thanks so much. It's been fun. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. So everybody, thanks for listening to the BLC Connection podcast. Stay safe and remember, stay connected.